Let it down Don't hold it in, it's better out Darkness looking like bad weather clouds It can stop me cause I'm heaven bound I feel better now On the highway, Lord, I'm heaven bound Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. Oh. I'm Ronnie. Silent Ron's over there. I am here. <laughs> yes, sir. Coffee Mike. Oh, how you doing, Ronnie? And everyone else. <laughs> Brother Bob. What's happening? <laughs> Mike. How y'all doing? Mike. I like that. That's Sh- good. Mike. That's, well, that'd be called worse. I've and, deserved worse. <laughs> and the professor, Carl, is here. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> it's the only word I know. <laughs> Don't be impressed. Can you elaborate what that means? It means hello. That didn't sound French to me. Mm-hmm. I haven't gave it the sissy accent. Nope. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. Well, there went that podcast. Yep. At least that demographic. They're gone. <laughs> Where, where's that thing where you click take two? Yeah. The clapper. Yep. Yeah. So my friend, since I'm, I'm already in, I'm already, I'm already, I'm already diving in that, that pit. You already committed now. <laughs> a, a good friend of mine gave a joke one time, and you know the flag that that the U.S. put on the moon when we went. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about yeah. the, the Neil Armstrong flag. They take a picture of it, and it's sun bleached, so it's white. And there was a picture of it. My friend Brandon, he captured it on Facebook, and he goes, great. Now it looks like the French were there. Bleach white now? No, I don't know. It's like, that's what the picture showed. Huh. It's like we haven't been back, so I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, sun's hitting it. Constantly. Constantly. <laughs> With no clouds. So it's a theory that it's bleach white. No, there was a picture of it. Well, how'd we get this picture? I don't know, man. That, it was about the joke. I don't, I don't know the science behind this. Somebody's you're really picking Carl yeah. apart on this joke. Some, I, I, deserve it. I deserve it. Somebody's iPhone took it. I'll take this as a sign. I repent. <laughs> so, just logically, though, we don't have any satellites around the moon that I'm, I'm aware of, unless they're military. We aren't sending spacecraft back to the moon to run around with a rover and a camera. So it would have to be a theory, in my humble opinion. I'll make this, I'll make this even worse. We were never there. Mm. <laughs> Great. So back to my point. Wow. Are you down on the French because they drive bicycles? Ooh. Uh, maybe that's it. <laughs> Subconsciously, now that you say that, yeah. I'm kind of psychoanalyzing myself and I'm the jerk here. <laughs> Way to point that out there, Ron. So, in other words, you're saying Carl's the one outside the lanes and not the bicycles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to wrap my mind around did I get insulted? (laughs) Before I agree, yeah. Yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going all in. (laughs) Mike. Would you read the Bible verse? Yeah. Get us back on track, well, please. <laughs> Real quick, I, no. I, I looked up, and according to the Smithsonian Magazine, Thank um, you, Mike. There, is a, there was a space shuttle Atlantis that landed back at the la- launch site, ending that program's 30-year tenure as the centerpiece of America's space program. Um, and it states, let's see. Uh, wait, wait a minute. But Shut- that's where the flag picture, I believe, came from. Are you saying that the shuttle landed back on the moon? That's according that, to that. The shuttle never, it can't land on the moon. It didn't land on the moon. Uh, 
That's a different podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's well, space lesson. Yeah, we'll go. So let's let Science Magazine handle was, that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, so if their information's wrong, where is your information coming from? Have you guys ever heard of the shuttle landing on the moon? Seriously. Well, how how did Neil Armstrong did? What? Apo the Apollo project did that. Yeah. Apollo starting with Apollo 11, ending in Apollo uh, 17 or 18. Right. But they had to land on the moon, right? Not with a shuttle. Well, the, uh, right. But it was still Apollo. The I mean, the whole thing was Apollo. The shuttle, the L. No, the shuttle was not part of the Apollo, pro Apollo. Okay. So what landed on the moon then? Oh, my gosh. This Saturn V rocket got us out of Earth's atmosphere. Okay. And then we crash landed. The Apollo. <laughs> program <crash> landed. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like this episode crash landed. Yeah. yeah, I'm liking it. <laughs> except, <laughs> except for this crash land, since there's no gravity, it was kind of like yeah, I'm very sorry. real slow. Yeah. Very sorry about the editing. And, and when it, and when it hit the moon, I'm it just kind of sat down and crash. Okay, so how did it get back to Earth? It, okay, look, there's a lunar lander. Okay, they lit a rocket, a little firework rocket, and put it underneath it, and it took off. Gotcha. More or less. That's 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 very close to it. Yes, but it was a little more than a firework. But uh, the lunar lander came down with 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 uh, the cap a uh, from the capsule that was orbiting around the moon. It detached, came out, and they that came into thrusters thrusters, and the moon's gravity took them down to the surface. They did the, whatever they're going to do down there: pick up rocks, kick the dirt. Did you whatever. say the moon's gravity? Yes. Yeah. I didn't think the moon had gravity. Yeah. Yeah, yes. It doesn't have gravity like we do, but it has a gravitational pull. That's why celestial objects can suck things in from space because so, they have a gravitational pull. What I'm hearing, they went to the moon just to kick rocks. Yeah, pretty More much. More or less, yeah. <laughs> Moon, moon's like, kick That's rocks, why. boys. <laughs> Taxpayer money well spent. Congress <laughs> And hit golf balls. Yeah. Man, you, you, did can, hit golf you can knock a golf ball for miles up there. Hey, kid. Knock that sucker right towards Earth and come in the Earth's atmosphere and come in like a meteor. But it won't come in. Because <laughs> I'm going to help you out, narrator. Read the verse, Mike. <laughs> All right. So today we're reading from John 14, 27, ESV version. Peace I leave you with, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let, let them be afraid. So tonight's topic, it's an open topic, open table. Yeah, I want to clarify one thing before we get started, that you can't hit a golf ball from the earth and expect to come back to the earth because the atmosphere <laughs> of the earth would burn up the ball. That's all I want to say. It has no heat shield. I'm done. I wasn't he's saying hitting a golf out. ball from the earth. I was saying hitting it from the moon to the earth. Either way, it's going to burn up in the atmosphere. The point is, Brandon, if you're listening, great joke. Yeah. Great joke. <laughs> right. Good job. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and that's all the time we have for today. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pray that this was it. <laughs> is, is, it time to, is it time to flip the script already? Yeah. <laughs> so off to the B side we go. Let me say squirrel. Okay. <laughs> I want to throw out my topic my what i've been struggling quote unquote with what's on your heart yeah it's more of the extremes that we have in religion not in the bible right, right. but in modern religion mm -hmm. as to where 
Bob and I kind of talked about this somewhat today. I know a couple of us talked about it here or there the last couple of weeks or whatever, but like you have this way that you want to do something and you get hyperbolic and hyper focused on it that like nothing else matters. Right. And the two examples I used with Bob this morning was you want to talk about Jesus so much or your way is the right way. It's like hitting someone with the Jesus brick all the time over and over and over and over. But then on the flip side of that, <laughs> right? Like there's, it's all about love and flowers. Like there's no middle at all. It's easy, I guess, to do the Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Here's hope. Here's this. Here's this all the time. Or you're not doing this right. Quit doing that. You quit doing that. They're doing that wrong. But there's no like smash in the middle of how it's supposed to be. There's no judgment with love or there's no judgment or there's backhanded judgment. And it just like, I was self-checking myself. And the reason why I was self-checking myself was because how episodes, how I feel episodes on here have gone, right? Like when we first started, I wanted someone like me at the time to know that they weren't alone. And that's still my focus and still my goal is to like my goal. Nobody's ever alone. We've said that probably the last three or four episodes. Mm -hmm. But it's like, when did I myself get to the point of, oh, I have Bible knowledge, so I'm not going to talk to this person. Right? Or uh, not get into the ditches anymore. Or, well, I'll just have somebody else do that. I don't need to do that. Not saying I am. I'm just saying, like, when when did I become the person that I said I wasn't going to be or try to act like before, right? And it's just like, that, that was a self-check. Like, me self-checking myself, right? Like, am I still doing the things that I said that I would do? And I'm not saying that I've moved up on the proverbial ladder or whatever, I'm just saying, like, I self-check myself at times, and, like, I don't want to go to a hellfire and brimstone service, but it's needed at times. But not every Sunday or every, you know, whatever. So that's my balance for me. But also, like, when I'm venting, as you guys have said on the B-side, like, I know who I can vent to where it's just a vent and like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Right. This is how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mike is like, I'm calling you out on this one. Sometimes it's like, okay, well, I'm glad you feel that way, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes on the rare occasion, it's like, yeah, yeah, I can see your point, but you're still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, <laughs> And that's one reason why, like, I got off Facebook. 
like off my phone because now it has to be intentional. Like I got to go set at a computer and log in to post things or to check on things because it's there. It's all one way, one extreme way or all another extreme way. And that's why I got there. It's because it's like, it doesn't, neither way works because there's turmoil and everything. So that's what, that's where I was at. What, what are you grinning about? It's I audio. Think, they can't you know, see your When you burp directly into the microphone, <laughs> yeah. I think is what it's oh. that's, that's probably not coming out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to be subtle. <laughs> you know, Ronnie, I think you're right. Uh, I recently was put in Facebook jail for a few days. And uh, I was in Facebook jail because I was posting scripture. And today was the first day I haven't done that. Because I've been thinking about that sort of thing myself. Am I too far one way or one way or the other? I, I didn't know. I still don't know. But uh, you're right. The balance is everything. Because on top of your faith, you've got your family, your children. For those that work, you have your work. Friends. Church. I mean, it's, 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 it's a balancing act. And I'm reminded of some scripture in my head that I haven't posted on Facebook, that uh, you know, even Jesus took time to go to a desolate place to sit down and rest and pray. I have to often wonder if we're one way or the other because we don't take time for the rest. I don't know. That just kind of popped my little bean of a head. That's all I got to say about that. I will say too, though, Jesus didn't soften the blow when he was preaching truth. No. And I think that's that's the big danger is I think the devil de deceives us on what the balance actually is or what the narrow way is. It's not about whether or not you're telling somebody the truth, especially if they're headed toward a ditch. It's about how you do it. Mm -hmm. It's not yeah. about what truth, because there's no such, let me just be real clear. There is no such thing as my truth and your truth. Mm -hmm. There's the truth and everything else period. And we were called to spread the truth, to defend the truth of the gospel right. of the full of the full biblical narrative. However, if you have hurt that you haven't allowed him to properly heal, when you're spreading the truth, you'll bleed all over people. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. It's not the truth that you're trying to, to share. It's whether or not you're bleeding on the people you're sharing to, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And let me clarify, like, I'm not telling people to be on the fence <clears throat> at all. It's just... And when you're bleeding, it bleeds through, right? So, like, mm -hmm. you're past hurt or whatever, and you're going left or right, up or down, whichever way, then that influences things as well. Yeah. I also think you can add current situations to that. You can bleed while you're in a current situation of a thing that you're going through, that you're struggling with. You can yeah. also It can also greatly influence how you behave, what you say, where you go, what you do. Yeah. And uh, how you look at things. Big time how you look at things. How you react to things. Hugely how you react to things. When I'll say, too, you made the comment, Ronnie, that you haven't gone to another level, but I think that's wrong. I think you have, and I think that's probably partly what you're experiencing is as he brings you to, to greater levels in your intimacy with him and your knowledge of him, it changes your focus. Mm -hmm. So we can't, we, we have to be careful about judging where we are against where we were and say, I should be more like yes. that because he brought you away from that for a reason. Well, that, and, I mean? and that's what I meant. I like, knew what you meant. I just wanted to clarify yeah. that. Yeah.
but I didn't want to like look, have it perceived like I was a, up Prideful. on a pedestal type Pious. thing looking down. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I think we have to, it's important that we have to remember he's calling us to do it in love. Yeah. You know, it's not, and sometimes it's a hard conversation. Absolutely. Uh, just about every time. I mean, especially when you're talking about any kind of correction or calling somebody out on their sin or, or anything like that, but it is in love. That's how it's supposed to be. But unfortunately everybody has how they take love differently. So it's still a balancing act. Well, it, it's, it's not how they take it differently. It's that they, uh, they don't want to take it at all. Sometimes yeah. some people do not want it at all. So when you, when you're professing the love of Christ to them and they don't want to accept it, they're going to, they're going to turn it any which way they can to make it a hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll put a tone to it. Yeah. Right. When you don't want it, when you're not talking like in that tone, but they'll put a tone into it that makes it look like Bob was saying bad. Yeah. Yeah. When it's the truth and it's like, they don't want to hear it. They're like, well, he's giving me tone. He's mm-hmm. giving me attitude. Right. It's not really supposed to be attitude. And then that's where heads bump. Well, and a lot of them are like, oh, he's trying to push his Jesus down my throat. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, see, and that's like, so I admitted, like, that's my self check, right? So, like, as I'm preparing some of the sermons or even like men's group lessons or whatever, I'm like, well, well Ronnie, uh, five years ago, three years ago or last week get it like get the gist of it without that proverbial brick because now i get the brick right i understand the brick but me five years ago didn't want the brick like if you saw if i saw a jesus brick at all it was like yep i'm out i don't want to go i don't want to do this you know what i'm saying yeah like does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You're looking at me like I'm an alien. No, no, it does. But I just, again, I, and somewhat of what Carl was saying is, yeah, you still want the brick, but you also want to make sure how you are handling yes, the correct. brick kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's so it is, but it is different because now Ronnie will take the brick mm-hmm. as opposed to get it away from me. You know, yeah. but you it's should. Dynam- it's a dynamite brick. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but you still have to be cognizant of how you're handling that brick mm-hmm. and who you're presenting with the brick. Right, right. But you know, and, and also like Carl said, you've grown from where you was at. Mm-hmm. We can't, we can't look back at ourselves and be like, "Am I still that guy, or have I grown?" You know, you've grown. Yeah. The thing is, is, is. You're in a position now where you're trying to you're trying to teach others about Christ to where back then you were still trying to learn about Christ. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. That's where your growth come in. Now you know and he's he showed you a lot of stuff about himself and and that's that's where our growth is at, especially if you are trying to have that personal relationship with him. I mean, he'll he'll grow you in leaps and bounds. I mean, and you'll you'll know more than what you ever thought you'd ever know about him. But now you're looking at it differently because you're trying to teach other guys and bring them up the same way you was brought up. 
Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I always say outside the box Mm -hmm. just because I feel, I, I felt there was like a cookie cutter way. Right. And it was just this way and that way. But now it's like, how can I talk to somebody when I didn't want to listen before? Mm -hmm. Like, how would they even try to listen? Maybe entertain. Maybe it'd be an ear tickle, you know, or whatever, but I don't want to beat them over the head with it. Right. But the best part of that is, is, is with you asking that question, how do I approach somebody when I know they was exactly like I was when I was at that stage of my life? The best part about it is, is you know how to do it. Yeah. Because that's the thing that we all do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, the thing is, is you knew what you didn't want to hear at that time, but now at this, at this point of your, of your walk, you're like, okay, I've got to have them listen to that because that's where the breaking point was for me. Right. I mean, that may not be their breaking point, but it's a good place to start. Yep. Especially if you think they're in the same, if, if they had the same mindset you had when you was at that stage. Right. Just, I mean, like, to flip the script a little bit, like, think if you walked on your porch. Yeah. Right? You might know what words to say, but then you also know the hard-headedness of you. Yes. So, yeah. it might not have, it might, I, might be the same reaction. Honestly, I, I would have walked up and just slapped myself and been like, <laughs> buddy, you need to go to church. <laughs> well, I like that you brought that up, too, because you've told that story a few times, Bob, about that that. It was a pastor, right? They came mm-hmm. to your house and you told him, I don't need you or your God. And you, but you, that it was impactful. Yeah. Even though you rejected it in the moment, it was very impactful. And God used that later. Cause we, we, the point is we can't be so focused on whether or not we push somebody away that we're not really sharing the whole truth. Cause if that guy had been worried about what your reaction would have been and had softened his tone mm-hmm. and what he said, you may not have had the impact that was that was necessary to draw right. you to the Father. It's really about your desire. Sharing in love is about your heart's desire. Mm-hmm. Some people share the the truth out of a spirit of pride, and they don't care if it pushes somebody away because they're about puffing themselves up. But you can share the exact same truth, but not in a spirit of pride with a genuine desire to draw that person to the Father. The truth you're sharing is the same, and maybe you can share it in the same way, but somebody can tell your tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody can tell whether you're coming at him with the spirit of pride or, or with the spirit of the Father. They can tell the difference, right? That's what sharing in truth is about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we we can't get so focused on the love part that we're embracing worldliness. Right. But at the same point in time, though, like what, what Ronnie was talking about is when, you, when you're posting on Facebook, there's no tone. No. Yeah. Nobody knows yeah. how you're Any, how kind, you're of, any kind of text mm-hmm. message or anything, oh, there's, yeah. you, know, you know, you can't. You can't try to have a serious conversation over text message. Right. It just don't work. Right. Because the person is going to filter through whatever perspective they're going or whatever situation they're going through at that time. That's the tone filter they're going to use. Right. On, and there's key yeah, words and right. there's key words that, that makes your brain look at something in the wrong way, too. Mm-hmm. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and my first day of church going back to church you're i'm gonna say this because you brought it up mike on an episode Uh-oh. and said you get one time and i shake your hand but the next time you don't have a choice and i hug you well my wife introduces me to you and it's a big old bear hug 
Yep. yep. You know, you're twice the guy that you were then, right? Like, so, like, it was a bear hug. (laughs) And I'm like, this is super weird also. (laughs) Yeah. But what could I do? Yeah. Like, there wasn't an option. Yeah. There wasn't an option. Yeah, I had to learn. I had to learn to pull myself back in that. It's like Lenny yeah. from Mice and Men, right? Yeah. Like, hey, come here. I was pretty sure there was a few guys from from men's group that didn't come back because of that. So that's why I was like, okay, I'll give them once. I'll warn them. You know, we'll put that out there, and then after that, then it's on. <laughs> so you're saying too much love can push away too? Yeah, yeah. I, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ronnie, I think it's a good topic, but you know, something, well, that's what I had. Well, here's what I've got. Um, has anybody ever had something happen in their lives? that's very close to them from someone they love and it changes their entire perspective on everything they're doing in life. So instead of trying to figure out what it is, they, they, they pull away from everything they know and everyone they know to try and figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yes. Think, I think it happens a lot, but I don't know the answer to the problem. I've got the I've got the problem. I've got the equal signs, but I don't have the balance on the other side. A little math reference for you math I, geeks I, out there. I, that's why I'm looking at you with question marks. <laughs> well, well when you set up a problem, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, well, <laughs> and the golf ball still isn't coming to earth, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a softball I, I think, was throwing, not a golf ball. But so. but for your but for your answer. You said there is no answer? No, I said I didn't have the answer. I know the answer. I do know the answer. Okay, I chose not to go there to get the answer. For whatever reason, I, I had one of Ronnie's little pity parties for about a week. Mm-hmm. And why is it going to be me having pity parties? Because like, you've, you've become the poster child for pity parties. You've coined the pity party and then a picture of me. Pity party Ronnie. That's, it. that's what we need to well, start calling I mean, you. In Ronnie's words, I mean, that's... <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, I get it. You, you was crying yesterday. We seen the eye. <laughs> That's right. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> that could be a whole episode right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, no, there's some things in my life happening that I'm not sure how to deal with. So I'm in a little better spot today than I was yesterday or last Thursday. I, uh, I've been spending time in prayer, but, uh, you know, you said, Carl, that God uses situations a lot of times to to sharpen you. Well, sometimes I don't know if I want to be sharpened. I'm just going to go there. Yeah, fair point. Because the, the, the painful process of it is making things very uncomfortable for me in my everyday life. And I don't know what to do. So, and I don't want to go into a lot of detail on a podcast. No, no you're good. But I, I, I'm with you. There's been certain situations for me, and it's like, I didn't want to be sharpened either. I'm like, nope, I'm good in this spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm being sharpened or if I'm just being stupid or, or if I'm having a brick moment. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, then, then, then my mind started playing on me. I was reading the text from you guys in the t- group text, and a couple of y'all, you know, reached out to me. Then I thought, well, all the other ones, you know, I was, I was, yeah, you were in, you were in, in my your, head. Yep. You're in your own head. Yep. So I said, well, they're not going to reach out. I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. And that's pretty much what I did. Yeah. I've been there too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think we have to, 
try to put into perspective, obviously sometimes it's when we're ready to, and unfortunately sometimes it goes longer and longer depending on the situation. Um, but remind ourselves, is it something earthly that's getting in the way or is it something? It's not earthly. No. Spiritually. Well, I would say it's spiritually of, uh, I can't say that. <laughs> I would say it's a personal connection. That's what I'll say. But, and some other things, you know, I, I like Ronnie said, you're either super hot, or you can be super hot, or you can be the other way. Mm -hmm. And I, I've been feeling like I was really riding high for quite a few weeks. Some things I wanted to do were coming together, and, uh, and it's like somebody pulled the rug off from underneath of me, and down to the floor I went. And all of a sudden, everything looked the wrong color as far as there was no rainbow. Okay. There was, there was not, there wasn't a rainbow Yeah, and I didn't know how to handle that. And I I guess I'm still trying to handle it. It's almost like no matter which way I turned, it was a problem. There was a problem to be solved. Something that I had to overcome, overcome. Yeah. And well, I think a lot of us, I just make a lot of sense. I know. I'm sorry. Ram no, I, I think a lot of us around the, the table in one aspect or another, and you're retired, so you have more time to do this than some of us should is think. And then we overthink and then we overthink again. And then guess who the bad person is us, all mm -hmm. the time. Cause then whatever that worst case scenario happens, that's the first thing we think about. Yeah. Especially if you're isolating. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Can I ask you, can I ask you a question? By all means, Bob. Did you bring your Worthers? I did. Right. No, actually, they're all gone. No, you're you not supposed to hang with you. A whole bag already? One week? It was a small bag. Yeah, it was a real small bag. Oh, it wasn't yeah. really a real small bag. It was a medium bag. <laughs> small. I think there's only a thousand pieces in it. Go ahead, Bob. I think it was from Sam's Club, but whatever. <laughs> My wife had a bunch. Mm. She had one. She had one. <laughs> My question is, is uh, when he's going through all this stuff, did you or have you tried to match what you're going through and see what God has to say in his word about it. Honestly, my problem is I kind of think I know what he says about it already. Oh, no, 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 no. Because that, I have, re I've read no kind of thing. You need, you need to, you need to ask yourself, have I matched this up with what God wants me to know and understand that? <laughs> I'm going to give you some hard truth, brother. I, I was going to bite my tongue, but I'm not. I'm glad you're not. Your pride's getting in the way somewhere, somehow. You need to figure out what you're prideful about, and you need to let it go. You need to try to, I, I mean, I, I don't know what's going on in your life because I've been there. I have been there. But you got to kill the pride out and see what God has to say about it. You need to dig it out in the Bible and see what he's got to say to you. You need to you need to drop down on your face as low as you can get in front of him and be like, okay, I need you to show me what you want me to know. Show me how to get through this. I've been there. 
You just, you got to, you got to surrender it. But at the same time, if you can't find it, you need to also drop that pride to ask for the help. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The pride, the pride needs to go. Yeah, pride, pride's a whole episode by itself. Yes. Bob, I didn't think it was a very harsh truth. I was expecting a big old brick. That <laughs> that was kind of like a little pebble in the head because what you said, I already believe. No, it's, it's hard truth, though. I mean, you know, because you're not, it's hard truth because you you know that you need to do it, but you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. That's the hard truth. I get that. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it, it pains me. It hurts me to see you sit there and say this. And you know where you need to go to get the answer, but you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to even do it. You're telling you're telling us that you're just kind of giving up. But you can't give up. He don't want you to give up. Did Jesus give up on us? Not once. Not once. And you know, he's there for you. He's he's with you every day, all day. He's never gonna leave you. He's never gonna forsake you. So you got to drop the pride and you got to dig in and see. Like I said, I don't know what the problem is, but you got to surrender it to him. And when you surrender it to him, when you drop down at the cross and you put it there, man, leave it there when you get up and let it stay. That's easier said than done. I know it's easier said than done, but you got to do it. You got to. You know, I was originally just chalking it up as a season of my life that something I was in here I needed to learn. Well, and that's probably it too. I mean, it could be because we've mm-hmm. all been through it. We, you know, pride is the the number one, the number one, one of the not the number one, one of the one of the top weapons the enemy will use against us is our own pride. Center of pride is I. It's a me first, me only mentality, and he uses that against us frequently. And God will draw us through seasons to mm-hmm. to to purge that out of us. So you and, probably are going through a season. Yeah, and and you know, you think you think you've dropped the pride, but yet secretly you haven't dropped that pride because you haven't given it to God. You haven't. You haven't, you haven't uh, pursued what he's got to say on it, or, or ask for that, or ask for the help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a big thing. Yeah, if you're bottling it up, you're going to explode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. It's, like, it's just it's like, like taking that. It, well, it's just like you used to work at Pepsi, right? Yes, yes, I did. Take, They're not a sponsor. Take mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> take one of those two liters and shake it up. I don't you don't even have to vigorously shake it up. I don't recommend right? that. Yeah. And then you open it up. Pretty much all you got to do is just set it down on the table and then open it. And done. <laughs> yeah, it's not Dr. Pepper. No, but, that right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? I do. Like, Some problems just can't be fixed on your own. No matter how much right. no you're problem going through on the inside, it's sure. a little shake or a big shake. It's going to come out. And it's either it's going to spew out no matter what. I just felt like my whole world was falling apart the last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, and with that with that being said, besides uh, Bob saying reaching out to God, I didn't, got what, I didn't hear it either. I never heard of it till today. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean. And that's where, uh, that, what I was going to say is that's what I kept hearing was, well, I was trying to handle it and I was trying to do this and I was trying to do this, you know that theme get always gets us in trouble always when we're relying on ourselves instead of God or the ones that God has put in our life that are going to lead us back to God. Cause we know if we, if again, if, if we, you know, isolate ourselves we're in the worst place, place possible, plus that self doubt kicks in. And if we're not talking to the people that surround us to say, have you given it to God? Have you gone to God? Have you, and just keep saying that, then we're not going to do it. 
because I know me, I, I go through all of these times to where it's just like, God's got so many other things. This is so minute. Why would I give it to God? He wants me to handle this because it's so, you know, he's probably tired yep, of hearing me. He's there. probably, you there. know, right. You know, and, and that's not the case. Mm -mm. It's not the case at all. He didn't say, Hey, we only bring me your big problems. Hey, if you're, if you're dying only, that's the only time I want to hear from you. Hey, if you know, it, everything he said, bring me everything. You know? even, I'm the poster boy for pity parties, right? Isn't that what you said? Mm -hmm. well, I didn't call you a poster boy. I said, <laughs> oh, you that said that. It was Carl. me. Okay. <laughs> I merely quoted you, Ronnie. That's all I did. Just quote you. And you didn't even come to me about it. We could have had a pity party together. Yeah. Table of two. See. Table of two. Mm. I guess. I... Then that would have been a table of three because it had been you, Mike, and Satan, because he'd been right there just helping you guys walk. That went a different direction than I thought. Uh, it was going. Uh, oh, yeah. For Jesus' truth, here, didn't it? Uh, yeah, I know. It's the truth. So we let yeah. that brick in his hand again. We that, let our that was a hard brick. <laughs> that wasn't a pillow. Yeah. We let our minds become his playground. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what we do. Far too and often. He wants us isolated because somebody, somebody at some point that God's put in our, in our life will remind us we're going wrong yep. and who we need to turn to and satan does not want that no nope. he doesn't want Absolutely. that he wants to destroy you that's why we need to keep reminding because even us sitting here that see each other minimum of one time a week right here we still get into this because we've all in the last few months have all isolated ourselves we've all thought you know, hey, I don't want to reach out and I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to put my stuff on somebody else again. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have the pity party. I don't want to do any of this stuff. But we have to remember that there's a reason that we're we're all right here. Mm -hmm. You know, and if we look back, all of our stories match up in some way of we could have gone another direction, but God put us to where we're right on the path where we're supposed to be sitting right here. I mean, it's a fact, undisputed. I mean, you know, we just look back, you know, it could be five, six years, you know, mine's like 10, 15 years almost, you know, but it's, it, the fact hasn't changed. It, it, you know, you thought your life was going to go one way and then you gave it to God and he said, hey, you got a plan that's funny. That's right. <laughs> God bless him that he does. Cause again, wouldn't be sitting here. True story. Yep. So, but I'll say too, I'm sorry that you're going through any of this and that you felt in any way, shape or form like you were alone. And I'm sorry that I let you down. You didn't let me down. Well, I, I know, I, I know I'm one that didn't reach out. So I did because I should have been checking on my you're brother. You're not a mind reader, Mike. But I should have been checking on my brother. Yeah, but you know most I mean? of the time when somebody goes silent on uh, on that thread, yeah, there's something going on. Right. True, because I think I I try to check up on you lots. Yeah, that's true. You do. Because if I don't hear from you, I'm like, what's wrong? Something something must be wrong. But when I reach out, sometimes it's like, oh, I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like. <laughs> No, he's not, but he doesn't want to tell me. Yeah. So then it gets into my head like I've done something wrong. Mm. He don't want to tell me because I'm the problem. Pride. 
Perfect example. Instead of just coming to me and tell me what I've done right. so that I can fix it or whatever. If you are the problem. If I am the problem, that's where the silence comes I mean, in. But, but, but we you all have a problem on this. You're your problem to everybody. Okay. I will take that. <laughs> but here, here, but here's, here's the problem. With that's that a brick. Is that I have somebody and that I, that I feel is one of the least prideful people that I know. And they got a call. Somebody wanted to talk to them. And the first reaction in their head was, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. Because this person doesn't just reach out. Correct. Yeah. Nothing <clears throat> whatsoever to do with any kind of problem with anybody in this world or God. And that was, but that was the first reaction. So that pride is huge and it's a disabler. I mean, it hits every single one of us, you know, and I wish, I pray that there could be something to say, all you got to do is do this, you know, <laughs> smack yourself in the back of the ear. Yeah. It'll go away. Well, you, know, <laughs> you know, the thing is, is when you get calls like that and somebody asked you that, you know, you start running several scenarios in your head oh, like, yeah. wow, yeah. what? Did I do this or did I do this or did I do that? That's the worst case. Oh, yeah. Time. yeah, the worst Always. case for all time. Yes. Always. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, because I know another person that had that same phone call. Yeah. And they thought the same thing. Like, oh, my. Yeah. They never reach out like that. So, um, yeah. you know, so they was running them scenarios in their head and it just, uh, yeah. Until, until, they actually had the meeting, you know, yeah. and figured out yeah, what was what, you know. Then, <laughs> but so you're not alone. You're never alone. Yeah, your mind will definitely play tricks on you, mm -hmm. and that's what he wants. Yep, he wants to put them smoke screens up. Yeah. Well, I will say he's very effective at it. <laughs> Guaranteed. Hey, yep. he's had lots of practice. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's when we have to remind ourselves of you know the whole armor of god and that we put that on and we got to remember what it doesn't say anything about it doesn't say anything about our back yeah. and why because that's where god is he's got our back you know so it's you can't you can't get over that you can't get past that that is he has got us in every scenario Just to say that was really good. Mm -hmm. I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Carl did too because he looked like he was like, <laughs> he was pretty shocked, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. So, I'm done for the year. I'm in my quota. <laughs> I, I hit my one good thing. You hit it. You're your one good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else got anything? Carl says no. I'll reshare mine and just put it out there in the, in the world that, um, this last week, uh, was a big one for me and family. Um, God gave me the biggest reminder that family's not blood. I should say family doesn't have to be blood. And sometimes your family that God gives you is going to come through in such a bigger way 
than your blood family does. And uh, I had that hundredfold. Sorry, I'm trying not to get emotional. But... Shocker, he's going to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I sat through my son's graduation yesterday until he walked back up to me. I kept it together. But, uh, <clears throat> sorry. But uh, having that reminder that uh, there's people that love you for no reason other than they love you. Don't expect anything. Don't, in a lot of ways, uh, don't receive anything or, you know, no benefit to love you. They just love you because they love you. And in uh, continuation of that, your family and, and grow your own bonds with your, you know, your kids and, and stuff like that to come through for them and stuff and, and everything is just amazing. It's amazing to see and it's an amazing thing to have that reminder. So that was mine. I will actually share an addition to that. Something I was going to talk about, but then wasn't. And I'm going to. But, it was know. the tears, wasn't it? it? Yeah, it was really. That's what got me. I teared up a little bit. What happened when he wiped one off and hit Carl? Yeah. It did it spread. It spread. <laughs> like the best. No, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. So, so part of what you're referring to, Schmike. Schmike. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that one's sticking. No more alpha. Yeah, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> coffee makes fun. I got his answer right there. So part of what you're talking about, I mean, all of what you're talking about really is graduation weekend for your son. Yeah. And you had your the graduation party, and it really struck me there what a beautiful metaphor for the gospel that was. Right? Because you send out the invitations to all your to all your family and friends and people that you care about. And has clear directions on where to go when to be there, what to wear. And then you get there, and if you're somebody like me who does not have a Hawaiian shirt and is not going to buy one, you had lays to put on. So you had me covered. All I had to do was take it, yeah. accept it, and put it on. Mm -hmm. And you're there with the people that love you, and you're just filled with, with the joy of the people that, that are family, even though they're not blood, mm -hmm. waiting for the person that you're there to celebrate, yeah. not knowing quite when they're going to show up, just like we are for Jesus right now. Yep. Yep. Everything about that was such a beautiful metaphor. He's given us the invitation. It has clear instructions. It has instructions on, on where to go and when to be there mm -hmm. and what to wear. And hey, if you don't have the robes of righteousness he wants you to wear, he's got you covered. All you got to do is take it when you get there and just wait. Just wait for him to come back. And be be in that forever place of joy with the people he makes your family when you're there. There's no trial in this life that 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 surpasses the goodness of what he has in store for us on the other side of it. There's not. Every trial that he puts us through to get us closer to him so that we can be in that forever place of joy with him is worth it. Mm -hmm. Carl, that was actually really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I hate to say that. I had to outdo Schmike. <laughs> I felt challenged. Sound around, Bob. Either one of you got anything? No. No? Well, let's pull the needle off the record then. Final thoughts. What's the final thought for the week? I'll say when you, uh, when you get in your own head, and you know you need to reach out to somebody, 
and you don't think that you deserve to reach out to somebody, because I'm not going to use that other word. (laughs) (laughs) If you think you don't deserve to reach out to somebody, you do. Because, you know, what we didn't deserve was for Jesus to come to this earth and hang on that cross for our sins. But he done it for everybody, each and every one of us. You know, you need to take at it. You need to take that to a personal level because he done it for personally for you yourself. And and he wants you to he wants you to reach out to a brother or sister to help you through what you're going through. I mean, I, I trust me, I, I get where you guys are at because I do it myself. I, I do not reach out sometimes. But, you know, um, and I should. You know, I, I should reach out, but yet I don't. What That's I'm saying because you're good most of the time. We're right. fine. Sure. <laughs> you bet. We'll go with that, Ronnie. Sure, fine. You're I'm fine. I'm fine. It's good. Yeah. But what I'm saying is is, you know, when you think you're when you think you don't deserve to reach out reach out because there's somebody there that's willing to listen. There's somebody there that's willing to give you the hard truth if you need it. There's somebody there willing to just love on you, to sit and listen to you, to let you vent if that's what you need. So, you know, whatever your problem is, reach out to a brother and si- brother or sister, one that you can trust, one you know that's not going to judge you, one you know that's going to pray for you and love on you and try to put you on the right path again. That's my final thought. So, Ron, shaking your head no? Yeah, I ain't got nothing. Coffee, Mike? Yeah, I'm pretty well tapped out. Skip the professor. Schmike? Maybe I don't have anything. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Devil's a liar. Fear's a liar. Pride's a liar. Jesus is the only one that's not a liar. And I'm not trying to do a Jesus joke here. I think it's just a simple front in your face truth that we have to remember. And we have to help remind each other that when there's times like this, that, that that it's just that simple truth, you know, we're, we, we're getting in our own way, 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 way too much, whether it's not sharing the gospel, whether, and again, this is for me, not anybody sitting here. It's for me. Um, but you know, sharing the gospel, sharing, you know, Jesus, all of the things and, and getting in our own heads and letting our pride get in the way, letting, you know, letting us let's stop each other and, and, and not, building each other up to the point of working for the kingdom. We got to stop. We got to, I got to stop. Everybody here at this table's got to stop. Everybody listening has to stop. And we got to get our hearts, heads and everything right. And, uh, we got to get back to serving Jesus and, uh, for no reason other than he deserves it. Yeah. That's all there is. Professor. So I went, I went back home this weekend to visit family uh, Sunday. What's the date? (laughs) May 14th was the date. 
You're going to fire me eventually, aren't you? <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> I'm stuck here. Yep. Yeah. You're stuck. Because <laughs> that's what you're trying to do. Hey, Andy's, Andy's going to double your pay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I will do that. I knew yeah. that windfall was coming yeah. in eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I had a I had a conversation with my grandpa. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool actually because before I had told my mom about your story, Bob, with the heart. Oh, yeah. The heart stopping. But grandpa didn't hear that. And later had a conversation with him and he was talking about his neighbor. And I guess his neighbor recently had an issue where he 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 went in for some medical thing and his heart stopped. And they have no explanation why. He couldn't figure out why. There's no, no reason why it should have happened. And I asked him if he was a believer. And he was like, he's talked about us being in his prayers. He's like, I know he believes, but I'm not sure how much he actually walks according to it. And I say, you know, I think, I think a lot of times the, the eternal father will allow us to go through circumstances like that to teach us how little we love him compared to how much we should and show us how much he loves us and desires to bring us back to that place with him again. And Grandpa stopped and he thought, and he said, you know, I don't think any of us are so far along in our walk that we don't need that reminder from time to time. That is correct. But there's so much truth in that, I'll never forget him saying that. It seems so simple, but it's so true. Mm -hmm. We need that reminder. We, we have got to get to that place of intimacy with him where he is above everything. Mm -hmm. Everything and everyone in our life. Yep. Because we're never going to properly love each other until we love him first and most. Yep. That's all I've got. <clears throat> Mine's pretty simple. I know. <clears throat> I'm Mr. Nespet, right? Like, I'm the pity party person, and Mike called me out on that. No, I really quoted you, Ron. But <laughs> Carl made you the poster. Well, at least I'm not the bully pushing all this. Right? We at least partnered on this, coffee. Yeah, all right, all right. I'll, 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 I'll go along with that. Yeah. But when you're alone and you're isolated and you feel like all those doors are getting slammed shut, then it's time to praise him in the hallway. Then, simple as that. Right? Yep. Praise him in the hallway until another door opens. Or another door might shut. Who knows? Then you just stay in the hallway. All I got, Bob. Will you pray so? Sure. Most gracious heavenly Father, Father, we just uh, we just we just kneel before you, Father. We just uh, we come with humble hearts, Father. I just uh, I just pray that, Father, when uh, when troubles like this come about, when we think that. Uh, when we think we got to do this on our own and try to fix it on our own, Father, I just pray that you just uh, you just show us the error of our way. Allow us to be more passionate for you. Allow us to burn inside to to understand what you want out of our lives. And Father, I I just uh, I pray for all the listeners right now, Father. I pray for the ones that are uh, that are going through this kind of stuff. I pray, Father, that they can just uh, they can find somebody that. Uh, that can help them, that can listen to them. Mainly, Father, I just pray that uh, you put somebody in their life that'll that'll show them where to go and bring, him, bring them to you. Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And until next time, 
We'll catch you on the flip side. Singing glory, yeah, amen. Singing glory.